A couple of Boston Bruins are off to the semifinals at the 2022 World Championship. And I'm handing out some 2021-22 yearbook superlatives today on Locked On Boston Bruins. So let's get into it. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the hockey world. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, We're just short of 400 subscribers on YouTube, so if you haven't jumped on there already, please do so today. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, same handle on Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. I am a lifelong Bruins fan. And I have been writing about this team, covering this team for various outlets for close to 17 years now, which is pretty crazy. The Joe Thornton trade actually was my first, uh, the first time I sat down to formally write about this team. Anyways, like I said off the top, today I'm going to hand out some yearbook superlatives to some Boston Bruins, but first... A quick update on how uh, several Bruins performed on Thursday during the quarterfinal round at the 2022 IIHF World Championship taking place in Helsinki, Finland. We'll begin with uh, the bad news. Linus Olmark was standing tall in the Swedish net backstopped the Trey Kroner to a 3-0 lead over Team Canada, only to see that lead slip away. Uh, Canada tied it late in the third period, and then Drake Batherson of the Ottawa Senators scoring the overtime winner to push Canada to the semifinals. Ulmerk, Uh, Faced 42 shots in this one. Sweden outshot 42-19. So, you know, he made 38 saves on 42 shots. But was not feeling great after the game. In fact, he said, I feel like crap. Never fun to lose in a fashion like this. I thought we had the game right where we wanted it. But in the end, they capitalized and they beat us. I don't know if fair and square is the word. But that's just how it is. Uh, It would have been Sweden's first trip to the semifinals since 2018 uh, when they beat Canada in a shootout uh, that year. Uh, They had a 3-1 lead with two minutes left. And uh, Swedish forward Carl Klingberg added 
that one is going to sting for quite a long time. Uh, the Canadian head coach was Claude Julien, so there's another former Bruins tie there. And, uh, yeah, I felt pretty bad for Allmark, despite the fact that I am Canadian uh, and I'm rooting for Team Canada in this tournament. But would have been cool to see Allmark uh, get the win there. On a more positive note, David Posternock, David Krejci off to the semifinals after Czechia beat Germany by a score of 4-1 to in their quarterfinal game. Fourth time in eight world championships that Czechia has advanced to the semifinals. The top line has been deadly all tournament long, especially with the addition of Pasternak. Uh, David Krejci stepped up with a goal and two assists. Uh, David Pasternak scored a goal, added an assist, and Roman Chervenka, uh, their veteran line mate, added a goal and an assist, and he's up in the uh, tournament scoring leaders with 13 points uh, so far. Uh, Czechia hasn't won a gold medal since 2010 in Cologne. Uh, They had won bronze medals in 2011, 2012. They have not medaled since, and they'll get a couple cracks at it um, if they advance to the finals. Obviously, they're guaranteed a medal. If they lose in the semis, then they can uh, vie for a bronze medal. So great tournament so far for the uh, for the Czechs. And then most impressive performance of the day goes to Jeremy Swayman. He shut out the Swiss, helping his team advance to the semifinals. Uh, USA was outshot 33 to 22, and uh, Swayman stood tall in net, uh, helped by Chicago Blackhawks defenseman Seth Jones, who skated almost 30 minutes. Uh, in this one. Swiss were averaging nearly five goals per game through the tournament, but they could not beat Jeremy Swayman, who has been incredibly impressive uh, during this tournament. In fact, if you look at the goaltending stats, he has a 0.969 save percentage a very nice 0.69 goals against average with two shutouts to his credit. Uh, only Finnish goaltender UC Okunyora has better numbers. He has a 9... <laughs> this is ridiculous. A point zero, sorry, 0.9758 save percentage and a 0.50 goals against average for shutouts to his credit, which is just uh, ridiculous. So when it comes to the semifinals, they will take place uh, Saturday afternoon in Helsinki. It will be uh, those two goalies, Jeremy Swayman versus UC Okunora, facing off Finland versus USA, and then Czechia will take on Team Canada. Uh, both going tomorrow 
morning, I believe. The first game will be 7.20 a.m. and then 11.20 for Czechia versus Canada. That Team USA game should be uh, pretty crazy considering how the goalies have performed so far this tournament for the respective teams. So congrats to Swayman, Pasternak, yes, even David Krejci, and, uh, you know, Linus Allmark definitely needs a hug. And we're going to give him one here in the yearbook superlatives coming up in a moment. But first, a quick word about Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. Cost him close to $100 a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine of your own. You can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from your local experts. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. If you have kids, you know that it is yearbook season. I just got a reminder from my kid's school. He's only in grade six, but they can get yearbooks. And for the seniors, superlatives is a common feature of the yearbook. You know, most likely to this, best that. And I thought today I would take a few moments to honor some Boston Bruins with some superlatives. Let's begin with most likely to succeed. I'm giving this to Patrice Bergeron. Not only is he most likely to win a record-breaking fifth Selkie Trophy, But he's also most likely to succeed in whatever path he chooses this offseason. If he wants to come back and play for the Boston Bruins, I have no doubt that he will remain an elite top-line center for Bruce Cassidy. Well, if Bruce Cassidy remains the coach. However, if he decides to move on, focus on his family, maybe get a job in 
coaching, hockey operations, whatever he chooses to do, I know that he will succeed because he is Patrice Bergeron and he can do no wrong. Next, cutest couple. No doubt who gets this honor. The goaltending tandem of Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark. One of my absolute favorite things about this past season was the emergence of the goalie hug. With Tuka Rask beginning the season on the shelf and then eventually retiring, it was uh, the youngster Swayman and the newly signed Linus Allmark who took over in net for the Boston Bruins, and their bond was seemingly instant. And right back to the very beginning of the season, after a win, I believe it was Olmark who initiated it, uh, he came out, gave Swayman a hug after a win, and that tradition carried through all season long. And yes, Olmark could definitely have used a hug after his loss yesterday for Team Sweden. Uh, but cutest couple, without question, goes to Jeremy Swayman and Linus Ulmerk. Uh I loved seeing that, uh, you know, life can be hard. And hockey can be taken much too seriously sometimes. But that hockey hug was a moment that I enjoyed after every win, and uh, I look forward to many more hockey hugs next season. Class Clown. There was a video that was posted, I believe, uh, late April, asking the Bruins players who was the funniest guy in the room. And the consensus seemed to be David Posternock. Um, you know, dating back to last season, one of my favorite things was, uh, the whole Barbie girl scene after the Lake Tahoe game. And, you know, it's great to see his teammates, um, mention him as somebody with a great sense of humor, uh, someone who's always cracking jokes, being super funny. We all know that he had uh, a terrible personal experience last offseason. He did not seem himself early on, which is completely understandable. But um, he is one who has come through some adversity, you know, growing up. And it's great to see him retain his joy for life despite some difficult times. Honorable mention goes to Jake DeBrusque, who got a few shutouts, and also uh, Craig Smith got some nods as the funniest guy in the room. Life of the party, no question who this goes to. I'm giving it to Brad Marchand. He certainly um, livened up my Twitter feed. Over the past week, uh, I think of the, the time this season where he grabbed a phone from a fan and uh, recorded a video on it. 
uh, kind of in the the tunnel, and you can picture him doing that at a party. Um, obviously, he's matured over the years, but he has a very entertaining social media presence. Uh, he enjoys, uh, like with that video, mixing it up with fans, and uh, I'm sure he's quite a good hang as well in the off season. What's left here? Most changed. I'm going to give this one to Jake DeBrusque. He entered this season, uh, you know, not on a high note, let's say. Uh, he really struggled through the COVID protocol life. Um, it became public that he made a trade request. And despite Boston's efforts to meet that request, they were not able to find uh, a trade partner. All credit to DeBrusque. He embraced a role on the Bruins' top line, and he went on to score uh, 25 goals. And he looked rejuvenated. He looked like his old, you know, kind of class clown, uh, joy for life, young guy. Again, he's only 25 years old, and this was... Uh, one shy of his most productive season in terms of points, uh, two goals shy of his career high, and it was just great to see him back out on the ice, thriving, and um, you know, playing through that trade request. It's not easy to have that made public, uh, but he had support from his teammates, and you could see, you know as life is getting back to normal, that he, like a lot of us, feeling more like ourselves with, uh, you know, COVID's not behind us. I just had it a couple weeks ago. But, you know, the whole uh, isolation, being cut off from friends, family, um, he, like a lot of us, rebounded well from those protocols uh, being lifted. Finally, best performance. I'm going to go kind of off the board with this one and give it to Todd Angeli. Angeli visited the Hayes house last week, visited Bo Hayes, the son of late former Bruins forward Jimmy Hayes, to provide the national anthem in Bo's fun-sized basement hockey rink. Um, Philadelphia Flyers forward Kevin Hayes, who's Bo's uncle, posted the video, as did uh, Kristen, who is uh, Jimmy's widow. And um, it was cool to see forward Paul Carey uh, was there as well. The trio, Bo, Kevin, Paul, and then Kristen as well, standing at attention as Angeli um, sang the national anthem, which was so cool. So 
amazing of Todd to do that, uh, to go to their home, fully suited up, sing the national anthem as he does beautifully. And uh, he even uh, stood in net and took a couple shots from Bo as well. So best performance goes to Todd, uh, just a gem of a guy. I'd love to have him on the podcast at some point. If you have any more superlatives, hit me up at Locked NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren, and perhaps I'll share those on the podcast sometime next week. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, a quick word about Bet Online. Our partners there continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the ongoing Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, even some NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. A crazy game last night in Calgary as the Edmonton Oilers eliminated the Calgary Flames. Uh, some controversy there as Blake Coleman appeared to score the go-ahead goal late in the third, but it was overruled on a controversial video review claiming he kicked the puck into the net. I understand the safety aspect here. You can't have guys kicking at the puck when blades are you know sharper than ever, but at the same time, there has to be some wiggle room in this rule. The way I saw it, I locked, I watched it several times this morning. It seemed like he was just bracing himself for impact as he was kind of falling into the net. Um, did not look like a distinct kicking motion to me. And I personally was hoping for a couple more games from this series because it was so entertaining. But... Um, the uh, Oilers off to the conference finals and Colorado St. Louis game six goes tonight. Perhaps Colorado can book their ticket to the conference uh, finals. Doesn't look like former Bruin Tory Krug will play. He's been sidelined with a lower body injury since game three of a first round series with the Minnesota wild. And, um, yeah, it doesn't look like he will be back. Carolina continued their home road trend, winning last night, Game 5, to take a 3-2 series lead over the Rangers. Chances are they will lose Game 6 because it's back in New York. And I believe that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the podcast. Um, talking about the Brad Marchand tough take tweet, uh, some center options for the Boston Bruins, keeping up with the guys excelling at the World Championship. Monday, we'll recap what happened this weekend as the semis go Saturday. The final will be on Sunday, so we'll know who will be coming home with a medal and um, bring you all the latest on 
our Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I am booked in to see Top Gun 2 Maverick on Sunday evening. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, Also going to be obviously checking out the new episodes of Stranger Things. Excited about Obi-Wan to a lesser extent. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but definitely be checking it out. Um, And then, yeah, doing some house cleaning, trying to get outside, and uh, trying to get offline a bit because it has been pretty tough to follow what's been going on in the world this week. And I hope you all take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and uh, I will talk to you again next week.